At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is M. I-P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. African American History Month on MIP. Once again, welcome back today. Continuing our conversation. Total Tony Browder for the total month of February. IKG-info.com. Ace Restoration Project. Com, the founding director of IKG Cultural Resources and the director of the ASA Restoration Project, taking us all the way back home to talk about our history. Welcome back, Tony. My pleasure. Glad to be back, brother. Now, obviously, there's this, this current movement going on in and around uh, critical race theory and teaching our history, teaching anybody's history that's non-European for that matter. Um, and that is of great concern to a great many people. Um, you mentioned Asa Hilliard and, and his impact upon you uh, and enlightening you. In, in one of your um, books, and folks, just want to remind everyone that Tony Browder has authored or co-authored 14 publications which are currently used in classrooms around the world. But folks want to stop that. Um, <laughs> I'm look, here's, here's one of his publications, mm-hmm. one of his most famous ones um, right here. And and just just want to talk about history and the role of history um, momentarily, I believe. And there was a quote here from uh, Dr. Clark. And I just, history being the clock that people use to tell their political and cultural time of day. Well, yes, that is one. But there was another one, too, where he described history. Where is it? I just saw it. History as being in the present. Oh, yeah. Talk to us about that. if you will. And folks, as you know, Dr. Clark, the, the, the one, at least one of the mutual mentors, we had several, mm-hmm. Dr. Dan Sharshi, mm-hmm. but probably the, the mentor that, that had some of the greatest impact on Tony and me. Because uh, he really um, showed an interest in us. Sure. Um, was Dr. John Henry Clark. I mean, he showed a very keen personal interest <laughs> in us and in our lives. Yes, indeed. And, and would, would give us advice about what we should and shouldn't be doing. But talk to us, if you would. Yeah, the, the quote about 
where we are on the political clock, but also that that history is current. And in the right. last show, Tony, I, I throw this out to you then, maybe you address all of this. You you talked about um in the context of Dr. Hilliard, um going back, him going back and and proving that there just wasn't one Negro dynasty. And, and you said that, which is true, a lot of people have tried to accuse us as as African Americans of seeking the knowledge you're providing yes to compensate for our enslavement experience when in fact it's really the other way around mm -hmm. this knowledge was kept from us in order to enslave us right and you know the past has been erased and the erasure has been forgotten in order to separate egypt from africa and african people from their history and culture so one of the things that 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 the scholars that we knew and love matsumella one of the things that they did throughout their careers, which endeared them to us, was that they showed us the truth, information that we were never, that I was never taught in elementary school, high school, or college, even though I attended an HBCU. This information has been verboten, if you will. So, um, you know, I refer to it as forbidden knowledge, but, and we know that the truth will set you free. Dr. Clark said that all history is a current event. What happened five minutes ago, five years ago, 5,000 years ago, uh, creates cycles in time and repeats itself. I want to share with you this brilliant quote from Ivan Van Sertema, who I referenced in our discussion last week, who was the person who first put me on this path. Van Sertema said that the streets we walk on were made by the dead. The houses we live in were built by the dead. The books we read were written by the dead. The dead live in us. They reside in our consciousness. What happened 5,000 years ago and what happened five minutes ago occupies the same space in consciousness. And whoever determines your consciousness determines whether you live or die in this life. That's why this battle for the restoration of the minds of African people is so critical. And you're holding a copy of my second book, Now Valley Contributions to Civilization. You mentioned that my books are used in classrooms throughout the United States. My books are also used and read in prisons throughout the United States. I, I would dare say that the Browder file is probably the most read books in prisons. And I get dozens of letters from inmates, initially male inmates, but now more female inmates telling me that for the first time in their lives, they're reading something about the history that makes them feel good. If I had known this information 10 years ago, I wouldn't be doing 10 years to life. How can I get this information to my children so that they don't follow my mistakes? I had an instance where uh, I'd sent a copy of Now Valley Contributions to an inmate in prison, paid for it. I said, we give inmates uh, a, a discount on all of our publications. This brother wrote me back and said, when he finally received the book, certain pages were torn out of the book because they were viewed to be undesirable. I've had other instances where some of my books, the Browder file, were sent back to me because this information is not allowed uh, for inmates. And now there's an effort to restrict all books, particularly black books, from being sent to prisons and that prisons now have a central book distributorship where if those books aren't in that distributorship, they don't get sent to prisons. So this attack against African knowledge is not new. 
it's been going on for as long as I've been alive. And, and Mark uh, Massimella, you know, we were around in the 80s when Brother Asa was initiating the Portland Baseline Essays. And that was being used as an effort to initiate an African-centered initiative here in Washington, D.C. And we saw how people shut that down. I spent nine months, myself and, and, and a cadre of 25 historians, educators, and community organizers, spent nine months meeting every Thursday in the office of the superintendent of the District of Columbia, hammering out a curriculum, an African-centered curriculum. And they, they fired the superintendent they snatched the money that had been allocated for their project and, and, and just eradicated all the work that we've done. So this attack that we see now against critical race theory is just racism rearing its ugly head once again. And it occurs. It's a cycle. It's cyclical. Our history is a current event. This is nothing new. It happens uh, around every, every 20 years or so. These attacks resurface. So it reminds me of the need for us to begin to consolidate this information within our within our communities, within our households. So we should not rely on the schools in our communities to be responsible for teaching our children their history. Every, every home, every black home should be a classroom. Every black home should have black books. Black families should sit down with their children and read this information, not just during February, not just during Black History Month, because it was Dr. Woodson's intent that we would study our history all throughout the year, but we would showcase what we had learned during the month of February. More MIP after this message. Here's the quote specifically that I, I wanted to lift up. The events, this is Dr. John Henry Clark, the events which transpired 5,000 years ago, five years ago, or five minutes ago, five years from now, or 5,000 years from now, all history have determined what will happen five minutes from now. All history is a current event. Absolutely. That's now, why you study the past. So, because the past is prolonged. That's the issue. The past is prolonged. And when someone erases your past, you have no present moment and you have no future i, I want to repeat that y'all because i kind of messed it up let me just repeat that the okay. events which transpired five thousand years ago five years ago or five minutes ago have determined what will happen five minutes from now five years from now or five thousand years from now all history is a current event all right i want people to understand that that's from now valid contributions to civilization um I can't trace it or footnote it, but I read somewhere years ago, and I haven't been able to find it since. You mentioned Du Bois in the last show, mm -hmm. that he even said at one time, it might be in the world in Africa, but he said by the time the Europeans discovered Kemet in Africa, all of that, that the whole of human ingenuity had already been exhausted. In other words, all of the sciences and everything we do today, you know, obviously new things are being created all the time. time. Right. The foundation of that ingenuity had already been established by our ancestors. Dr. Clark expressed that same sentiment a bit more eloquently, as is his way. He said that over half of human history was over before the first European wore a shoe or lived in a house with a window. 
That's classic Dr. Clark. <laughs> Took no prisoners. Now look, you, you can't do his voice, can you, Tony? I, I learned how to do it. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> I can hear him now, though. <laughs> Catch me in another moment. Half of human history, history was over was before over. the first European <laughs> wore a shoe or lived in a house with the window. And classic Dr. Clark, uh, when people wanted to debate, to debate him and argue these points, I only debate my equals. All others I teach. <laughs> Love that man. Love yeah, that man yeah. to life. I remember folk who wanted to debate me. And I said, no, no, no. Let me go get Dr. Clark. No, we don't want to debate him. I said, wait a minute. I'm not your equal. I don't have a PhD. Mm -hmm. I won't mention the names right now, but folk wanted to say, that. I said, well, let me go get Dr. Clark or Dr. Jeffrey. So, and I'll mm -hmm. moderate the debate. No, no, no. I'm debating you, Mark Thompson, because they didn't want to take on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And to be honest with you, I still kind of want to debate anyway, mm -hmm. but, but uh, even without my doc doctorate. So, uh, no, no, that's, that's, that's absolutely uh, true. So you, you, you mentioned Dr. Carter G. Woodson, Miseducation of the Negro, but you, speaking of the Browder Files, one of the popular essays you have in there is about the creation of the Negro, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and again, this idea, this concept was given to me by Dr. Clark because he said uh, he referenced a book by Richard Moore, uh, the name Negro is origins and, and abuse, something to that nature. There is no such thing as a Negro. A Negro was a concept that was created by uh, the Portuguese and the French to describe people. All people have a name that associate them with land, language, history, culture, and philosophy. There's Europe, study European history, Asia, Asian history, Italian, Italian history. There's no place called Negro land, colored land, black land. So if we aren't Negroes, and if we aren't colored, and if we aren't black, who are we? So we've been trying to answer that question for, for over a century. That's why we changed our names about every 25 years or so. We're still searching to restore that which was illegal and that which was taken away, and that which is our right to do. You also, uh, um, just one more thing today, you also have in the book the ancient proverb which you modernize know thyself yeah yeah um i don't know whether you have it in front of you you want to read it or shall i um go ahead and read it go ahead and read it okay. that's good a person listen to this folks a person who knows not and knows not that they know not is foolish disregard them a person who knows not and knows that they know not is simple teach them a person who knows not and believes that they know is dangerous, avoid them. A person who knows and knows not that they know is asleep, awaken them. A person who knows and knows that they know is wise, follow them. All of these persons reside in you know thyself and to my art be true absolutely so th that that statement is a statement that that i modified uh there was a there was a dj on wl back in the 70s who would end his show 
with uh, with a version of that. And I just modified it in order to have it fit within the framework of, of the book. And I referenced Ma'at. Ma'at is the ancient African principle, female principle, who represents truth, justice, righteousness, balance, harmony, order, and uh, reciprocity. Ma'at is, was represented in the Nile Valley as a female figure. And what's so critically important about that, that representation of Ma'at from an artistic standpoint is that it is the first depiction in history of a human being with wings, a figure that we now refer to today as an angel. That's an African concept, that's Ma'at. And, and so if we understand the African origins of, of concepts and ideas without bragging, without <clears throat> taking away anybody else's history or culture, all we're doing is putting information in its correct uh, chronological context. And as Dr. Hilliard taught us, context is everything. Amen, amen. Tony Browder with us folks throughout this African-American History Month, ikg-info.com, asarestorationproject.com. Thank you, Tony. Talk tomorrow. Thank you, brother. Peace. More MIP after this message. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, Senior Economic Advisor to President Biden, Jared Bernstein. Jared, how are you, sir? I am well. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you also. So Black employment is increasing, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, and Black unemployment is declining. Uh, the Black rate remains elevated relative to uh, the overall rate, and that is something of great concern to us. We want to do everything we can to bring that rate down and ensure that everyone who comes into this labor market benefits uh, from the president's policies, policies that are generating one of the tightest job markets in generations, some of the fastest GDP growth in generations, but it's essential to us that that growth reach everyone, not just those at the top of the scale. Now, the unemployment rate, I think, in December was 7.1% is down to 6.9%. Uh, and that is not a lot. But what would you attribute that change to? What, what happened in January, do you think? Well, one of the things that happened in January is we had a very strong month of job growth. Now, we try to be careful here at the White House not to emphasize one month uh, uh, too much because these numbers jump around month to month. So if we take the underlying trend, uh, we added 540,000 jobs per month over the past three months. That is a pretty breakneck pace of job gains. As the president said this morning, 6.6 .6 million jobs over his first year in office. That is an historical record. You mentioned the black unemployment rate from December. Uh, probably a better way to look at that is to go back to January of 2021, a year ago, the unemployment rate for Blacks was 9.2%, over 9%. Over 9%. Now it's slightly below 7%. That's an important gain. And it's a reminder that when the overall job market tightens up as much as it has, the benefits tend to flow disproportionately to those in the bottom half of the pay scale. So that is one of the, one of the things that this president has consistently pushed for. So you mentioned, too, how we still want to get that unemployment number to, to go down. What are some of the ways that this White House thinks that can happen? 
one of the most important things to do is to just keep pushing uh, this tight labor market. Um, just to underscore something I said a second ago, the benefits of tight labor markets traditionally um, uh, uh, benefit uh, communities of color disproportionately. That is, uh, when the unemployment rate goes up, you know, they used to say the unemployment rate, uh, uh, you know, sniffles and communities of color catch a cold. Well, it, it, it works the, that way in reverse. When the job market tightens, the benefits disproportionately accrue to those in the lower end of the pay scale. And we have seen pretty breakneck growth of pay, of income, of job gains uh, for folks in the bottom half, in many cases, uh, beating inflation. So we have to make sure that the, the, the job market stays as tight as it is, but that's not enough. Longer term, we have to make sure that we're adequately funding HBCUs so that members of the black community can access a college education. Uh, we have to implement uh, some of our student debt ideas the president has pushed for ever since the campaign uh, to help folks carry a debt. Again, disproportionately uh, persons of color. Um, housing has been something that he's always uh, pushed us hard on in terms of our equity agenda, making sure that low-income housing is far more accessible and affordable, and that has always been part of his Building Back Better agenda and remains so. Now, Build Back Better, if it were to actually be implemented, pass and be implemented, that would also help with these jobs too, wouldn't it? It would create more jobs. Oh, absolutely. Uh, building Back Better would be uh, kind of, uh, the way we think about that right now, so you take, take some of the components, the components that are in Building Back Better and think about specifically how they would help. Probably one of the most important is childcare. And I think this helps communities of color in two ways. One, accessible, affordable childcare means that uh, caretakers, disproportionately moms, can find a path into the labor market and can pay for childcare without breaking the budget. And the president's plan uh, has people paying from zero to a top of 7% of their income on childcare. That is affordable childcare and that's uh, key. But also many members of the uh, black and brown community work in the childcare sector. And uh, uh, the president's childcare agenda improves the quality of those jobs. So it's a real twofer uh, in, in terms of uh, helping communities of color. Are we moving into a place, Jared Bernstein, where we're going to have to break up the pieces of Build Back Better to get them through? Or is there still hope that the whole package will get through the Senate? Well, I'm an economist, not a legislative person, and I certainly don't do legislative negotiation on TV. Uh, so I'll leave that to people whose, whose job it is. The president has talked about it in the following way. He came here to Washington with an agenda to not just make sure that GDP grows, not make sure the economy expands. That certainly occurred with uh, some of the fastest growth in 40 years in 2021. But to make sure that that economic growth reaches every community in America, particularly communities that have been traditionally left behind, built the components of building back better, whether we're talking about childcare, uh, the cost of prescription drugs, education, housing, building wealth for communities of color, that it, think of that as the, as the connective tissue between a growing macroeconomy and the prosperity of, uh, of communities of color. That's the kind of policy glue that the president wants us to pursue. How we do it, how we negotiate it, whether we pull this out or put that back, you know, that's obviously a key legislative issue that you can talk to our legislative team about. But from an economic perspective, 
That's the idea. Make sure that we have a policy agenda in place that ensures that a growing economy reaches all of the uh, folks who are contributing to that growth. Jared Burns, Queen, Senior Economic Advisor to President Joe Biden. We thank you for joining us today, my friend. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.